0: Welcome back to the Minimum Effective Dose podcast. I am one of your co-hosts. My name is Mike Perry, and I'm here with Brett Jones. Brett, how are you, my friend? Ah, fabulous! It's uh,
1: you know, it's a day. It's a day that ends in Y. Therefore, it it's a good
0: day. A hundred percent, hundred percent. So, uh, you know, we were talking earlier about this this pollen that is uh, <laughs> gently coating everything in yellow and. Uh, it's 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 uh, pretty disruptive for a lot of individuals, and that sort of triggered our conversation for today, which was, you know, stress management. And, uh, you know, whether it's environmental stress like this, whether it's financial stress, whether it's emotional stress, physical stress, um, it is what it is. And we need healthy ways to manage that stress because uh, there are some healthy ways and there are some unhealthy ways. And, uh, you know, I think you know, with both of us, our backgrounds and, and our medical stuff that we've gone through, both being cancer survivors and, you know, training for for a long period of time as well. And and just sort of being surrounded in the health and fitness industry for quite some time. I, I think uh, we've, we've been exposed to various types of stress in our lives. And, uh, you know, perhaps the way that we've dealt with them or even just sharing our experiences could potentially, um, you know, help other people with, um, you know, with what they're going through. So, Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much what we're going to talk about today. So, um, Brett, why don't you start us off with some amazing words of wisdom that are going to be so good. We could, if we wanted to, we could actually just like stop the podcast right when you're
1: done speaking. All right, go. So now that you've set the bar high, I'm going to do everything I can to slide right underneath it. Um, fair enough. So I, from a fifty thousand foot view, let's just talk about stress, period. Because um, we like to, we like to think of stress, or we can sometimes think of stress as only the bad things that are happening, you know, in our in our life. Um, stress doesn't work like that. And your your brain, your body, like it doesn't categorize. Stress is stress. Uh, that you can break it down. Some people will talk about stress versus distress, and distress being, you know, things that are hard to handle or, or potentially negative and you stress being things that potentially have a, a positive outcome or a, a positive influence uh, to your body. That all comes out of the same bucket. So the bucket analogy is probably the most popular analogy for talking about stress. And you don't have multiple buckets. You have one bucket. And out of that one bucket, you need to handle Life stress, relationship stress, um, work stress, financial stress, home uh, home or living stress, uh, your training, your work, your everything. Everything comes out of the same bucket. And so sometimes those positive stresses, those things that we're trying to do to, to help ourselves, that's the straw that breaks the camel's back because um, the um that that's what over or drains the bucket to the point where you you can't recover and so you know you can start talking sympathetic versus parasympathetic uh, nervous system responses and you know fight or flight or rest and digest um sympathetic and parasympathetic respectively um we've talked before about breathing and uh, you know how breathing can be a window in between those two things and so um, you know, just understanding, I think that's the biggest thing, uh, to, to understand, uh, stress comes out of one bucket, uh, and we need to manage what we're draining out of that bucket. Uh, we know that training can be a positive stress, but it's a stress and can drain the bucket. So you have to, and, and I'll just, I'll, I'll finish with, a you know, I got back from a trip. Hmm. I was at altitude. I know altitude affects me. Um, and I, I came back, I missed a few days of training, uh, on purpose because I know my body needs a few days to kind of recover, recover from the, the stress of travel and teaching and you know, everything is going on and having been at altitude and not having felt that great. And my first workout back, man, it was like three steps. It wasn't two steps back. It was like three steps back. It took me two or three minutes to accomplish the same workload that I had done just a week or, or two prior to the trip and i've known this for a long time um every time i travel um it's it's one or two steps back um things that took you know 15 minutes are now going to take me 17 to 19 minutes um it's 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 going to take more so accounting for that is something that uh you know you can put your head down and try to go through the wall and you might make it through the first couple of thin little walls but uh eventually you're going to run into that brick wall that you can't go through. Absolutely. And you know, if
0: there's one thing that I've learned oh, I've learned, you know, several things uh <laughs> through counseling and therapy. Um and uh, I started I started, you know, seeing a therapist after my uh after my cancer diagnosis because uh let's just say when you get diagnosed with cancer, um it can be it can be a little taxing. It can be stressful. <laughs> um and uh but but here's the reality of it stress is inevitable. It's, you're going to have emotional, you're going to have financial, you're going to have physical, you're going to get stressed to high hell. It's going to happen. So the first thing I I want you to realize is that you're not immune to stress, no matter how well you sleep and how good your HRV is and how, you know, many minutes in the sun you have and how many daily steps stress is going to happen. And it's going to kick your ass. So, first of all, plan on stress. There's going to be points in your life where things are going to suck really, really, really bad. And I'm not saying this to be a Debbie Downer. It's just the reality of it. So learn how to manage stress and managing stress is a skill. And, and, and I'll be honest with you. I wasn't taught that as a kid by my parents. I mean, you know, God bless them, rest in peace, but I didn't talk, they didn't teach me a damn thing about that. So I had to kind of learn how to manage stress as I was getting more and more stressed. It was kind of like, you know, trying to trying to fix a car and drive it at the same time it, it you know it didn't go well but uh, down the road i ended up learning some things but um you know it, before we get into some more sort of details i, I just it's going to happen so finding a healthy consistent and repeatable way to manage stress is going to be something that you're going to have to figure out on your own and and, w- and when i say figure out on your own i'm not saying that you can't do it on you can't do it um without the help of others but like you're going to have to see if there, it's is it meditation, is it going for a walk in the woods, is it is it exercise, is it music or something. So you're going to have to determine what you feel like is the best strategy to manage that stress, um, and then you're going to have to sort of see how it goes and and just remember that, like Brett said, stress is a bucket. So um, you you can't necessarily trade a stress for another. Like for example, if you have a really bad week at work and you're taxed and you're like, I'm going to go crush myself at the gym too. Well, guess what? That stress bucket that is already, you know, pretty much overflowing is just you, you're adding more in and and stuff's going to spill out. So, you know, I think, one of the, the things that people need to understand about stress is it's it's really about trying to find that balance. It's like, if you are in a very, very high stress situation, and you talked about parasympathetic and, and sympathetic nervous system, if you are in that position where you're just in a sympathetic state 24 seven, and you're just go, 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 um, your intervention probably would be best with a parasympathetic type Scenario, right? Breathing, slowing down, trying to find a way to downregulate your CNS. And I'm not going to tell you what that is, but I do know this is if you have your foot on the gas pedal, you will eventually burn out. So trying to find those, those helpful and and positive ways to manage stress is going to be so damn important. Um, because it is stress is stress. So you you shouldn't have to change one stress for another, right? It's uh what's that old saying, you know, you don't want to rob Peter to pay Paul? It's like um, you know, it, you have to find the balance and, and the, it, it's not just adding more and more stress and hoping it's going to get better. Cause that shit doesn't work. Ask me how I know. So, but it's, um, it can be a doozy and, and it's going to happen, but understanding how your body reacts and, and, and what you need to do to manage that stress is going to be super important. And that's, that's when Brett was talking earlier about the nervous system. It's like, it's really about finding that balance. And and that's why breathing can be so popular. And this isn't necessarily a, a podcast about breathing, but there are amazing strategies where you can downregulate your nervous system and, and bias it more towards a parasympathetic state. And vice versa, if you're down, there are breathing strategies that will get you up. So it's pretty cool how you kind of have this this. Well, first of all, breathing is an autonomic function, and it's still the only autonomic function that we have control over. I mean, and and that's the beauty of it. We can We can breathe in a diaphragmatic, you know, fashion and and downregulate and we can, you know, do some type of Wim Hof, almost hyperventilation type stuff, which is going to actually get us up. So it's a pretty cool thing that we have sort of it's like like a a governor that we can sort of balance off. And it's just a cool thing that we have that. And and I'm amazed at how overlooked it is, you know, it's because I think people look at it as like, oh, I'm stressed out. I'm not going to breathe like a bunch of guys. I'm not going to do breathing. I'm just going to go, you know, drink a couple, you know couple beers and and shoot the shit it's like well yeah but now you can't you're stressed to begin with you just drank a bunch of booze your sleep's gonna suck the next day you're gonna feel like crap and then it's just gonna keep going right you see that's what i'm saying about like a positive way to handle stress and a negative way to handle stress
1: definitely um two conceptual things before we dig into a, a couple more details here um attaching meaning to things that happen in your life can be a big source of stress, and sometimes it's hard to do. I mean, you know, we we've, we've both had the gut punch of of somebody saying, you know, you, you got cancer, and and uh, other people have different gut punches. You know, everybody's suffering with something. Everybody's been through challenges that we know nothing about, um, and those range, you know, across the board, and. You accumulate a couple of those and and I've heard people say, Oh, you know, there's a black cloud over this family, or you know, we're we're in a you know, oh things are so awful. We're in a you know, this happened and that happened. I get it. Yeah, some of those things I mean, all of us go through things that are awful. But if you attach meaning to it and you start thinking that, you know, you 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 have bad luck or you know, you got that black cloud hanging over your head, um, you know, don't don't attach meaning. Uh, and that, that, that goes the other direction on this is you got your positive mental attitude people, right? Mm-hmm. I'm everything's great. And, you know, I, I've, I've got, uh, I'm going to succeed because I've got a positive mental attitude. Those are likely the first people to fail. And yeah. if you're a positive mental attitude person, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and if anybody's met me, you know, people ask me how I'm doing. I'm like, I'm fantastic. Yeah. I am awesome. Great. Super. Um, and th- there's a few reasons for that. We can get in that in, in another podcast, but, um, the life is going to happen. The positives, the negatives, the ups and downs. And, and my favorite analogy for it is riding the waves, man. Yep. Um, client of mine, student of mine went and had some surfing lessons in Hawaii and, and the, you know, they were kind of getting a little stressed about learning and stuff like that. And the, the instructor said, whoa, 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 hang on. Just. Just be here for a minute. And they sat there for a minute and, you know, just riding the waves. And he goes, it. this is what we're doing today. We're learning how to ride the waves. And if you if you don't attach meaning and you don't make things mean things, mm-hmm. um, and, and we do that to ourselves. And that's not to say that there aren't bad things and good things. Yes, there are. Um, but you can look at, uh, you know, professional athletes who – You know, it's uh, Jordan who uh, and and a lot of other players who missed a lot of shots, lost games because they missed a shot. Guess what they did the next game? They took the game winning shot. Yeah. And, you know, the uh, Ted Lasso, be a goldfish. That's it. Have a have a 10 second memory and, um, you know, identify the next step. Take the next step. Don't attach meaning to it. Um, the other thing is that, um, you know, you mentioned, you know, you're stressed and you you go to the gym, you're going to crush yourself, have a, have a good workout to, to get out the stress, totally get it, totally get it. Yes. There are times where you, you want, and you need that physical release. Um, there are safe and positive ways to do that. And there's, there's bad and negative ways to do that. It's one of the reasons I love battling ropes. Somebody comes in, you know, I just, I just want to, I, I kind of want to get crushed. I'm, you know, I'm stressed and just want to get out some, some anger, some energy. Cool. Put it all out into the rope. Cause the great thing about the rope is nothing's coming back into you. Uh, um, you can, you can just have output and get tired and it's a pretty safe way to do it. So I think if you look for those safer ways to have that physical release, and know that you're getting out some of that adrenaline and anger because adrenaline in the body is like uh nitrous oxide to a car, um, amps things up, makes the engine burn hot. You go faster. It's great till it isn't. And the engine blows up and you got problems. So yes, you need to get the nose. You need to get the adrenaline out of your system. Um, and I get that. And I get, uh, you know, having that little bit of anger or stress or whatever that you need that physical release for. But you know, find safe ways um to to do that um environmental let's talk about that for just a minute i mean i've had allergies for for years uh since i was a kid um could have to do with uh being cleaning up from a flood in roanoke and working in a chemical company and being exposed to a bunch of stuff uh can neither confirm nor deny such reports uh, I've always been allergic to cats. Um, I owned two up until the point that one of them <laughs> passed away. Um, so, you know, I've dealt with with allergies for for a long time. Um, you don't have to suffer with them. You know, a Zyrtec uh, a few times a week or a Zyrtec a day, uh, for me, it's a really easy strategy to maintain because what that allergic response does is it amps up your inflammatory response. It amps up Your your immune system response, and that's a stress that is draining the bucket, that makes it harder to have positive responses. And then from a breathing standpoint, it's going to impact. You know, you got some nasal congestion. Then doing our good nasal breathing and wanting to you know breathe properly for performance is tougher. Um, I will also get kind of a a a chest response where I have uh, kind of an asthmatic sort of allergy, asthmatic response and i can wheeze and hack and you know have some some trouble moving air um so you know it's manage it don't don't suffer with it manage it and if you're in a huge allergy flare-up um have a few easy days of training while you get the get the zyrtec or the phonase or the you know there's so many options now work with your healthcare provider you know find an option that works for you um but that's that's big this time of year, you know, this and, and to your point of the the pollen, um, I do not own a yellow car. And my car was yellow <laughs> when, when I went out the other day. I literally opened my back gate and I was like, oh, my gosh, like I my car's y- literally yellow um, and it's not so yeah, uh, yeah it's the time of year and then this fall you know things will kind of settle out for a little bit and then this fall it's ragweed and, and um goldenrod um a lot of people exactly. discount how much goldenrod uh, matters but um manage it
0: yeah and look i think part of it too is is you know especially during that time it's I think the big thing is also sort of just being aware of how your body reacts during certain seasons and kind of understanding and finding trends. I mean, it's kind of one of those things. I didn't develop any type of allergy type symptoms until I was a little bit older. And I'm not sure why that is, but um, but knowing how you respond to it. And and one thing I would say is, like, if you are having allergies and, and you're, you know, you're dealing with head cold and you're, you're congested and blah, blah, blah if you know that there's other triggers in your life that, you know, trigger inflammatory responses or not, you know, make you not feel so good, maybe upsets your stomach, maybe it's dairy, maybe it's uh, gluten sensitivity, just pay attention to that too, because, you know, if you know that those things will potentially sort of irritate your body systemically, and then you're already battling all of this other, you know, all of these allergy-based symptoms, you just don't want to add too much to the plate, right? So just, just be a little bit more aware and, and <clears throat> you know, common sense, like if you find that you know, uh, going outdoors is just lighting you up, but you like to run, go on a treadmill for a little bit. Just like, you're just going to have to make some temporary changes. Cause it's usually within three to four weeks. It, it tends to uh, get a little bit better, but um, it's a real thing. And, and some people it's, it can be somewhat debilitating. Um, I know some people when they get allergies, they're just like there, you look at them, you're like, what happened to you? And they're like, I have allergies. And they, they look like the old school, like uh, uh, what were those old school commercials? Uh, it was like a tissue company where they were always like showed someone like blowing their nose and their nose was bright red. I forget what brand it was. Uh probably Kleenex. Kleenex. Yes, whatever, something <laughs> like that. But it was just like that. But I'm just it, you know, it's one of those things where it's like it, it can be, you know, it can be pretty um it can be pretty intense. So you just have to pay attention to that and um and then go from there. So, you know, that's the sort of the environmental component too is is um, you know, environment outside but you know, also inside, like, is there anything within your home that is potentially, you know, making things worse or irritating you? Um, and, and same thing with your diet. I think, you know, a big part of this is again, paying attention to how your body responds to certain things, because if you know how it responds and you can start to have some interventions. Um, and that's why I really like people to pay attention because I think a lot of people, I know a lot of people that pay attention to their body and they know sort of every little detail and that's one end of the spectrum. And then I have other people that are just like, Doop, 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 doop. you know it's like uh you know it's one of those things where they uh you know they don't exactly know even what's going on i mean trust me i think i know a few of those people myself but um but yeah it look it, those things are going to happen whether it's allergies whether it's whatever you need you need here's the here's the reality you need a plan of attack to manage it and if you don't it's not going to get managed
1: yep 100 percent. and we'll we'll steer away from most of the like training stress sort of conversation because that's we we do a lot of that and uh you know um it, it's and I, the one thing I'll say is um it is okay to have an easy day uh mm-hmm. when you need to and it's okay to miss a day or mm-hmm. reschedule a day of training when you need to um i like to joke that uh, most injury stories start with either and i went for one more rep mm-hmm. or i knew i shouldn't have but Mm -hmm. those two statements usually precede a lot of, of uh, injury situations. So just manage both, be willing to stop and not push through to that one more rep and be willing to say, yeah, I know I should, but it's just not the day. And let's, let's, let's have an easy day. Um, And I think, you know, we're both fans of Ted Lasso and, um, and I think we're, we're finally at a tipping point, hopefully (laughs) societally where, you know, talking about our, our mental health, talking about our stress and getting help for the things that we're dealing with, uh, is becoming normalized, you know, Mm -hmm. um, certainly, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of people out there, you know, I never saw my father cry. Um, you know, you, they were never, there just weren't conversations within the family about how you were doing or how you were handling things. Um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's really a, a, a changing time, time, uh, point, I think. And, uh, you mentioned your, your counselor. I have a counselor, uh, that I talk to. Um, and, um, you know, it's, that's something I've done on and off for many, many years. And, um, I, I we, we can and should, you know, have those conversations and, uh, you know, it's, it's okay to call people up and just ask, how you doing? And that, that can and, cover a lot of, a lot of different subjects.
0: Yeah. And, and, and to add to that, um, I think for, you know, I think, you know, be so I'm, I'm 43 and, um, you know, I think how I grew up and in the way that I was raised, it was just different. Right. I, I very blue collar, um, you know, middle-class family. My father worked two jobs. My mother worked a lot. It was, it was 24 seven work, work, work. And I was just taught work hard, work hard, work hard. Things will work out if you work hard and there's some value in that, but there's also some piss poor advice in that because just working hard doesn't always fix it. It just doesn't. And and that's just a big part of it. So having people that you can, um, that you can talk to, like, you know, uh, you know, I'll be the first one to admit like, so like Brett and I have been friends for a very long time. I talk to Brett more about my life than I do to my own brother. And, and I, and look, I love my brother to death. It's just, but it's just the relationship is different. So, because also we, Brett and I met later in life. I, I've known my brother my entire life too. And, and, uh, and again, love him to death. It's just, it's just different. So I think one of the cool things that I'm at least seeing with people that I know is that we're starting to see men share and, and spend time with other men and support them. And, and, and it's, it's not like in, you know there's always going to be those those machismo alpha males that like you know they're just going to play their hype videos and blah 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 but at the at the end of the day man that's just entertainment stuff like look guys we need a support system we need guys that we can talk to and bounce stuff off and um you know just it's 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 never a bad thing to have a, a circle of friends that really will give it to you straight and uh will support you through the the good stuff and the not so good stuff, but they're just going to tell you like it is, man. And, and that's the stuff I appreciate as I get older. Um, you know, I always, maybe I'm getting a little bit more like, uh, Clint Eastwood in, um, in Gran Torino these days, but I just, mm-hmm. you know, for me, it's like, I, I don't have time for, for the BS anymore. So, you know, I'm, uh, I, I I'm not trying to press anybody. You know, I just, I got my circle. I got my people that I care about. And, and honestly, that makes me happy. And, uh, that's what it's all about. So like guys, like if you do have stuff you get to talk to, uh, talk about with friends, do it, man. I'm telling you right now, nothing's better than having that conversation that, you know, you just get to connect in an authentic way. And it's pretty cool when it happens. And, uh, I, I wish more guys just did that. And, uh, yeah, it just doesn't, it doesn't happen as much. And, and, I, but I think we're starting to see it be a little bit more mainstream. We talk about mental health for men and, and, uh, cause you can still be a strong, loving supporting male figure and be empathetic and, 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 ha- and care. Um, and it doesn't mean you have to be a pushover. It, it's just, it's the weird time, but uh, guys, we got to support one another and, and whatever that looks like, as long as it's healthy, uh, I think it's a thing that we need to do. And especially guys, look, if you're dealing with stuff, I, I honestly recommend therapy and counseling. Um, it's the best thing I ever did. And I used to think it was absolute bullshit a few years ago before I, I was diagnosed with cancer. Like I was like, nah, I don't need that. I'm good. I can work harder through it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Try, try getting diagnosed with cancer and trying to work harder through it. See how that goes.
1: <laughs> it doesn't, I'm going to tell you right now. Yeah. And, uh for, for the ladies and, and for the women that are listening, um, you know, the, it's the same conversation. Um, you know, Mike was a little gender specific there. And and, and I think that guys typically just, you know, we, we tend to see, uh, more, uh, isolated behavior, um, model, uh, in, in our lives. And we are expected to, uh, quote man up and, uh, handle stuff and, um, and, you know, not, um, suffer, not, not look like we're having a hard time with things. Um, ladies, um, I, I, I way easier to be a guy um i i will just say that uh up front and uh i i cannot i do not understand the stresses and the things that uh that that women take on and and uh you know it's uh you know yeah it's it's the same conversation about the circle of friends about being willing to talk about having people that you can share with about uh being willing to talk about this stuff um you know emoting um and um and and sharing feelings and and you know things um it it all needs to happen for all of us and um I, I think that uh, like I said' we're, hopefully we're at that that tipping point where all of this is normalized and people are are better and and you know you you mentioned earlier you you, you know students and and people that are aware of every little thing that's happening with their body um and, and that can be sometimes just too much information. Um, yeah. you're, you're worried about every little thing that's happening and attaching meaning, you know, what's wrong. You know, I, I felt this, what's that, what does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> it may not mean anything. <laughs> it may not mean anything. So let's, let's just, uh, let's, let's yeah. wait for a trend to develop. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that, um, uh, that, um, uh, that, that conversation of, um, opening up, sharing more, um, talking about the things that are stressing you out um you know because that's relationships major source of stress money major source of stress i mean you know you can talk about interest rates and and uh, financial changes you know via the, the pandemic and then the the interest rate interest changes and in financial stuff and and uh you know there there's a lot of different reasons why why we get stressed and um you know just have that circle, have that counselor, have that way to, to get that out. Um, and, uh, that, that can be a major help in dealing with stress and, um, you know, stress management, you know, there, there are strategies that, that you take on personally, as far as hydration, nutrition, breathing, sleep, you know, all the things that we know are, are positive and exercise, all the things we know are positive for, uh, for, for stress management, but then, having that outlet is huge because when you're, when, and I grew up in Alcoholic Household, I, I grew up for years where, you know, there were big secrets that nobody else in the world knew. That's, it's crushing at a, at a certain point um, that, that you're, you just feel so isolated. You feel incredibly alone and, and uh, that, you know, you're the only person in the world that's going through this and you're not. Uh, there's lots of other people that are dealing with lots of other things And um, I've said it before on a few of the podcasts about the only meme on the internet that I like is everybody's fighting a battle. You, you know, nothing about. Yep. So be kind. And I, and I think if there were a little bit more kindness, um, wow. Things could be different.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Kindness and patience go a long way. And uh, now look guys, before we close this out, please understand this is just advice. This is just advice. We are not medical professionals. We're not diagnosing. We're not telling you, you know, you should do this, 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 and this in your particular case. We're just sharing what, you know, has helped us and, and our life experience because you know that's what we do. A little little different sort of uh, uh, talk today, but I, I think it's important to have these every once in a while so you guys can get an idea of you know kind of honestly who we are and 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 how we operate and and um you know our backgrounds a little bit. I think you know after today you probably get a little bit of a a deeper look into sort of how we operate and what we do, but um. You know, we're, we're all just trying to get through it, man. We're all just trying to, uh, to just get through it the best way possible. And, and, and just remember like things are going to happen. Good things, good things are going to happen. Bad things are going to happen. Um, and, uh, it's, it's really about having the, hopefully you have the adequate tools or you're developing the adequate tools to learn how to manage the big stuff in a healthy way. Cause it, cause it's very easy to do it in an unhealthy way. And, and, uh, we're not going to get into that because look, there's going to be some times that one time it seems like a healthy way. And another time it seems like an unhealthy way. So like, it is what it is. And, you know, I think at the end of the day, we, we know what that stuff looks like, but, um, yeah, you got to do something. You have to have a plan. Um, not a reaction <laughs> a reactions generally reactions don't go well um uh but having a plan does so um just remember stress will happen it's gonna happen um but how do you respond and and are you currently gathering a, a skill set to help you manage that stuff and 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 that's really what it's all about is is it's the toolbox it's it's the same thing with strength and conditioning it's stress management as a toolbox and hopefully as you get older, you're adding more tools to that toolbox. So when stuff gets thrown at you, whether it's someone cuts you off or you get diagnosed with cancer, you know how to manage it. So Brett, any, uh, any words of advice for our listeners before we
1: close it, close it out? Uh, um, how do I want to say this? Um, you're going to get angry. You're going to get sad. You're going to be happy. You're going to ride the waves and, uh, getting stuck in any one of those places is usually a, a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's okay to get angry, um, but have a way of dealing with that. It's okay to be sad, have a way of, of sharing that and, and talking that through. And, and sometimes the only, th- the only thing that other is going to be able to do is stand there and go, Oh, that sucks. <laughs>
0: and, and that's, that's okay.
1: okay. Yeah. And so it's it's we're going to react it's okay but have a strategy don't get stuck there um you know be kind be kind to yourself be kind to others um i just uh world would be a different place if everybody actually practiced the golden rule absolutely well and for those of you that don't know the golden rule it's treat others as you would have yourself be treated not they who have the gold make the rules, uh, as it has been. The sarcastic and um, cynical people have turned it into. Um, be kind to yourself. Be kind to others. There's there's some truth in those bumper stickers, isn't there, Brett? Hundred percent. That's why we make.
0: That's why we make them. <laughs> that's it. That is exactly it. Well, a little different today, and uh, maybe you liked it. Maybe you didn't. We'd love to hear some uh, some of your feedback. But anyways if you did enjoy this podcast, do us a huge favor and give us a positive review on whatever platform you're listening to. And also, if there's something you want us to, to, to chat about any topics, shoot us a DM, right? And, and, and maybe we'll, uh, maybe we'll chat a little bit or even, even better. You want to come and chat with us. You want to talk about a specific topic that you really love, or you want to ask questions about seriously, we're open to, we're open to having people on, um, simply because, uh, People probably are sick of hearing about what we're saying. So we probably need another body here. So no, but anyways, um, listen, we appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. And we'll see you on the next episode. Hey friends, thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, we're going to ask you for a favor. Please leave us some positive reviews. Be sure to subscribe and share with your friends, family, and colleagues. Thanks again for listening to the Minimum Effective Dose Podcast.